Hello guys and welcome back to another episode. I am so grateful that you're joining me for another one and this one is going to be super juicy. I mean, I have bias and think I try to deliver all the juiciest content, but really this one is going to give you some aha moments and just some language for what you need to look at to ensure that your online service-based business or your online business is absolutely thriving or where you can draw the attention to, where you can take responsibility for why it potentially isn't where you would otherwise desire it to be. Okay, so let's get straight into it. Now, I'm going to encompass this conversation around three main things, and they are all deficiencies that you have within you that are actually making you less competent, less of a powerful human than you could otherwise be. And that's not a bad thing. That doesn't mean you're not worthy. And it definitely doesn't mean that you won't get there. But the truth is, if you were more capable, you would be there very much where you desire to be. So it's really what you're lacking is why you're not where you want to be, right? And ultimately is the best news ever because when we find the gaps, when we find what we're lacking and we draw our attention to that, we put our energy into that, so much starts to move and we know that we are moving in the right direction because we're focusing our time and energy resources on the right things that are going to get the highest return. Okay, so when you're listening to this, I'm going to give you examples. I'm going to give you the most common things that I see within the online service-based business industry, typically like the coaching-based industry because Uh, that's where I'm immersed, but you may apply this to yourself in whatever industry you are in, in any realm of your life. So coming down to three main things, it's a deficiency of number one, a skill that you're lacking, a trait that you're lacking, a deficiency in a trait and a belief system, a belief that you are deficient in that you are not able to be the the level of competency or to, you're not able to attain the level of competency that is required, okay? So really, it's like the conversation of those who have achieved the success that you desire and have sustained it, which is a whole other conversation, have identified exactly what is working or they have attained what is going to uh, work in order to get things to move and Honestly, you will start to see this. When I speak to some of these things, you'll start to see, oh, okay, I can definitely see this trait or this skill or this belief that these other humans that I look up to, they possess this and that is exactly why they're in the position that they are. So it really just, as I said, gives you language, gives you clarity for what you can start to focus on. So Let's get straight into some examples and I'll start with skill. So a skill deficiency and really the most common thing that I see within the industry, within the online service-based industry is the skill of copywriting. And I say this based off this, the encompassing the skill to speak to your audience in a way that compels them, in a way that engages them, in a way where they feel heard, in a way where they feel connected, in a way where they feel that they can assert this uh, 
I guess, credibility over you for being someone that can solve their problems, that is worthy of being hired, that is someone who has this ability to draw them in and create this sense of curiosity or belief in them, in the audience, in the potential client, that you are the person for them. And I really think that that is down to the art of languaging yourself, languaging yourself to speak directly to the desired outcome, directly to the the person and the problems that they're experiencing, the emotions that come from those problems. And I think it first requires identification of what that specific client would be feeling in order to speak to them. So it's really putting yourself in their shoes so that you can start to speak to that specific client and you can uh, you can speak to them in a way that they feel heard that they feel understood that they feel like okay she gets it or this offer just makes sense for me because it ticks all the boxes of what I'm feeling what I struggle with why I'm not currently there slash what barriers I have to achieving that goal and then lastly what the desired outcome, like she is offering that exact desired outcome and she's offering a lot of uh, believability, (laughs) believability, she's very convincing in the regard that she can help me achieve that and really speaking to that. And I think if you can refine the skill of speaking to that in such a clear and potent way, you'll have no problem getting people to buy from you. I think that art of communication is so important and so crucial. And it's not, okay, here's my logistics. I'm an online coach. You get fortnightly check-ins. That just honestly goes over people's head and especially more the way that the industry is going. There are more people immersing into the space. Just being an online coach is like not enough anymore because the average person knows multiple online coaches or they have access to multiple resources which could offer them a similar solution, right? So it's really, and and even using your branding to bring out this sort of feeling in them that they're not getting elsewhere, right? That is such a skill to look at in, even in business. But yes, I'm speaking to the online service-based industry. And this really just ties into then the ability or the skill rather to sell and the skill of marketing. So encompassing your language in a way that you can deliver it, uh, in a way that's easy to digest, in a way that's engaging, in a way that makes sense for your brand, in a way that speaks directly to who you uh, desire to speak to, in a way that is easy for them to enter your world in a way that has them actually feeling like it's a no fucking brainer and it's the service that they know they need, right? So that also requires that market research component, which is just a whole other thing in itself. But just to sum up the skill deficiencies that I see the most within the online space is the ability to actually speak to the audience and therefore the ability to market and sell to that specific audience. So really refining that via giving yourself opportunities to refine it, reps under the bar, continuously putting yourself in that position where you can refine that skill. And I truly think you will be freaking good. And there's the whole like, you know, wave of AI that's coming through where you can get ChatGPT to write all your copy, but it's a whole different realm when you can actually have the skill to do that because having the skill to do that is also going to be a skill that you're 
are going to best utilize ChatGPT. I actually don't see an issue with utilizing ChatGPT, especially if you have that skill to best utilize it, i.e. knowing what to type into ChatGPT that is going to specifically speak to your audience in a way that's going to be compelling. So that's probably another skill to add to the list, right? As we move forward into this new era of um, AI increasing increasing, 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 then adopting that skill set is going to be something that serves you in the long term. And I I see all the time people saying like, you're not going to get outworked or outperformed by AI. You're actually going to get outperformed by those who can utilize AI better than you. So why not just start utilizing it now, start getting familiar and getting curious with, oh, how can I adjust my language? How can I adjust the way that I'm utilizing this platform to access the most amount of leverage within it? The next thing coming under deficiencies is your trait deficiencies. Now, this is so broad and I just I just typed out like the five most common or the five that really stood out for me when I observed the online industry. And really, I'm also looking at myself and it like any business, right? Because it requires these five traits that I'm going to speak to. So the first one is consistency. And this is somewhat like yawn boring because we all know, but we know the power of consistency. How can we access it more? How can we make something that, how can we make, uh, a circumstance for ourselves where accessing consistency is the absolute smallest of our worries. You know what I mean? Like if that's your biggest problem is being more consistent, it's going to preserve that you're going to have Um, you want to have a capped ceiling in which you can move, but it's one of those things that consistency is a hard thing to adopt. And it also does require, um, intentional focus on being consistent and giving yourself, as I said, opportunity to present with consistency. The next one is resilience and it's really resilience without validation. It's resilience without evidence that things are working. And if you can master that trait and if you can refine that trait, then you're not going to slow yourself down because ultimately resilience is only harming the the business owner because resilience is only harming us in the way that it blocks consistency in a way that it creates the beliefs that we are not um, doing the right thing or we're not doing enough or it's not being received. So if we can have resilience, we can at least then be consistent and we can then just work through those limiting beliefs that funnel through um, a lack of resilience, right? Or at least listening to that noise of, oh, you should stop, you should stop because X, Y, Z, this might happen. So resilience regardless and holding the beliefs, holding the stories, holding the fear as you're moving. And then the trait number three was tenacity. And really it's essentially the quality uh, displayed by someone who will not quit, right? Who keeps trying until they reach their goal. So this encompasses consistency and resilience, but tenacity, being a tenacious human, adopting that and just adopting it to a next level, right? Like how can you step into that today of like, oh, okay, how can I display? this quality even more? How can I show myself that I'm this person? Because there's one thing to say you want to be a more tenacious human, but then to actually show yourself and give yourself evidence that you are that is a whole different ballgame. It's going to have a whole different effect. So really 
seeking out opportunity again to present in this way. What does that look like, right? What does that look, is that like sitting with yourself before you go and ask for help? Is that sitting with yourself before you get up for a cup of coffee? Um, Is that sitting with yourself when you actually do want to quit and you actually just want to go for a walk and tap out? Is that sitting with yourself and just doing the extra post to sell your services for that day because you actually are just so committed to reaching that goal. What does that look like for you? How can you instill that a little bit further? The fourth trait is patience. And I see this a lot in the online space because of the fact that people are so inspired by others who are achieving great success. And yes, that is absolutely available to us. But when we lack patience, that comes with an increased expectation that things are going to move quicker, that things are going to be something that doesn't require patience, that things are going to be delivered to us in a way that we might not have to wait out and see if our consistency pays off, in a way that we might not have to be patient enough to see if people are going to decide that they want to buy our offer and trust their own timeline, trust our audience's own timeline, right? How can we create more patience so that ultimately we create this emotional effect within us, this emotion that supports our consistency and resilience because we're not this scattered energy of the lack of fear, of of anxiety because we lack patience, right? So it's really the emotions that draw from these emotions, whether we encompass them or we don't encompass them and those emotions slow us down or speed things up for us, right? And then the fifth one that I wanted to touch on for a trait deficiency is self-awareness and it's it seems simple and I think a lot of people are quick to say I'm very self-aware human but I think when you're saying that you're a self-aware human you're immediately blocking yourself off from seeing where you're actually not you're immediately blocking yourself off from giving yourself a space and opportunity to be a more self-aware human right so self-awareness is really like there's just so much and this is probably a good one for another episode of how we can actually create more self-awareness within our online businesses but with that it's awareness of how you feel when this happens what you do when this happens self-awareness of what beliefs are commonly slowing you down what things are actually stopping the consistency what things are actually impacting your level of resilience what is actually impacting your level to focus on the skills that you don't have right like just being fucking aware or even self-awareness throughout this episode of oh does this apply to me even self-awareness of oh what skills do I lack what traits do I lack right like that self-awareness and not just spending five minutes contemplating on what that might be what those traits or skills might be it's actually sitting with yourself for a few days and actually coming back to it and coming back to it even like I like doing this as well just googling skill sets in business or traits required for success, something like that. Because when you have language to something, you have, you open up so much more depth in understanding or being able to articulate yourself or being able to understand yourself, being more self-aware, having this broad scope of awareness really in having is, is required when you have the language or is created sorry when you have the language so 
super interesting, right? Even the word uh, tenacity, you know, you might not have really dabbled in speaking to that word. I know I don't use it often, but then when you actually look at definitions and you look at words like a definition of resilience, the definition of patience, you can actually then immerse yourself into things that, oh shit, like actually, yeah, I fully resonate with that. Oh shit. Like I actually really want to attain that. I don't have that. I lack that. And then coming into the next efficiency pillar, you could say is a belief deficiency. And oh my gosh, if this is not the biggest one, if mindset and belief systems are not the biggest, I'm going to say problem in quotations in the industry, then I do not know what is. And the most common ones that I see within the online uh, service-based industry online industry, business in general, is a belief about their ceiling, a belief about the ceiling in which they have in that moment, right? E.g. looking at what they believe is available to them, what they believe they can actually create in their business. It's the difference between 10xing your goal and having a goal that is it is what it is now right what you believe is available to you now or what you're even focusing on or what your belief reflects what you're focusing on right your belief is then going to reflect the action that you take because you have this ceiling of like oh I'll grow my business to xyz this year but if you altered the belief and you didn't have a ceiling to that or you raised the ceiling to that imagine the action that's going to follow through with that imagine the way you're going to start treating your business. Imagine the traits that you inevitably start to adopt. Imagine the refinement or the intentionality or the energy resources you allocate to refining a skill because you've changed the belief. You've changed the belief about your ceiling and you've raised that ceiling. Okay. Everything starts to move. And I think one of the most powerful things is having that conversation with yourself of what are my current goals? How can I 10x those right now? How can I double, triple, whatever that looks like for you and doing that and just seeing what freaking happens or seeing the shift in energy within you, seeing how you start to look at your business, seeing how you start to look for opportunity. It's going to be a whole different ballgame. So raising that ceiling associated with the belief about your current ceiling. Um, the Even if, sorry, I feel like this is important, even if you don't have evidence for that, even if those around you haven't seen that happen for them doesn't have to dictate what happens for you, right? Change the belief about what is available to you right now. The next thing is your belief about your audience. And this I see and I hear it a lot within my business mentoring clients is, oh, my audience are just either they don't have the money for it right now. They're just not ready to buy. They probably don't see the value because they're already doing this or, you know, they'll probably wait for this offer or, you know, it's this time of the year. It's this time. Belief about your audience is ultimately a projection of your audience and what they're available for within your business, right? And immediately it limits us. Immediately it limits us to how much we actually apply effort, intentionality, consistency, resilience, and refinement, refinement in our copy, refinement in the way that we speak to them, because we've almost turned a blind eye by saying, oh, but they're not this, or they're not ready, or they're not this, or they wouldn't be interested in this service, or they're not watching, or whatever it is, you know, uh, even it's like, um, a belief around the people that no one's going to buy because not enough people are viewing my stories, right? It's a belief about your audience that is actually a deficiency in within your business, okay? 
The next one under belief that I wanted to speak to is the bias that you have on these projections. Okay, so with like projections, the way you are projecting a belief onto something external of you and you have this biased undercurrent of the, within those beliefs, e.g., a bias of being in the lack, right? You would then project on to your external world, let's say competitors. I hate using the word competitors, like just other people who are in the same fucking industry, but I don't, I don't have a belief that they're competitors. I think that, you know, we're all, um, we're all in the same realm. And I think that everyone has their own, uh, space and will attract their own ideal clients which are not going to be ideal for the next person and etc 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 that's my belief just want to insert that and i think that's helpful for me as well and i also think it's true um anywho <laughs> so projections onto your audience that or sorry or on the external world eg that that person has more success than me because they have xyz followers right it's a projection onto followers. It's a projection onto somebody else with a bias to position you in the lack. Okay. So it's a projection on all the in, in Instagram algorithm, right? As to all oh, that means this, I have this belief, this biased belief about the Instagram algorithm, which is going to then position me more in the lack, right? That's like, a, that's a belief deficiency that you don't have this ability to bias abundance that you don't have this ability to project onto things external to you in a way that is actually going to support your evolution right so projecting on the things external to us to see things or to position things in a way that is going to inspire us to evolve to see what's available to us and and explore more opportunities to explore ways that we can feel inspired ways that we can refine our own craft by looking at other people. So it's switching the bias on the projections that you have externally uh, and or, you know, limiting the projections that you do have on things externally. And I, this is somewhat irrelevant, but like just the more we're looking external, the less we're looking internal. And I think that's where the movement is really made. So that's a whole other conversation. But really, I trust that with this episode, it sparks some thoughts around what are my skill, trait or belief deficiencies within myself? Okay. And it's great because it forces you to look inwards. It forces you to look at you. It's not like, oh, they're doing this or they're trying this strategy, blah, 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 blah. Maybe I should try that. It's really like, what do you, what are you deficient in right now? Address those things, right? Address those things because they're often holding a bit of an anchor into the ground to keep you stagnant, to keep you where you are and to keep your ceiling where it is. And if we can start to move these skills, these traits and these beliefs into more of a surplus, into more of a an unconscious way where they just come naturally, then watch everything start to shift, watch everything start to change. But first, it takes that level of identifying what they are, putting language to what they are and and giving yourself time to really think about those things because there's a lot that you're probably missing. There's a lot that you're probably blind to. And that could be the thing that's going to cost you time. That could be the thing that's going to cost you the growth that you desire. Okay. So I think like this is important to look at. And 
I hope that you gained value from this. I really do. I hope that you can take this and literally take it by the horns and send it because so much can move. And I, I keep saying that, but it will. Like so much will shift, so much will move. And I'm excited because you've got tangible things to focus on. And with those tangible things to focus on, create opportunity, right? I, I also emphasis on that, create an opportunity to refine that skill, that trait and that belief in whatever way feels good for you, right? There's no rules from there. It's what feels fucking good for you in a way that you know you're going to get the best outcome, the best return on that focus, on that intentionality, aka you're going to transcend past that deficiency. You're going to create something more out of it. You're going to turn that deficiency into your biggest motherfucking strength and that is going to do so much i hope this was helpful guys oh my god let me know send me a little dm give a little share give a little bit of love subscribe and i will catch you in the next episode as always i appreciate you listening so very much and enjoy your afternoon evening morning whenever you're listening to this and i'll catch you in the next episode (laughs) 